It's One Storytime, a podcast for kids of all ages who want to become investigators of God's Word, the one story of redemption in Jesus Christ. In each episode, we will learn an amazing Word of the Week, investigate a challenging question about God and His world, or to discover how to apply a Bible story to our lives. So let's get started. Here's our host, Dr. John Kwasny, but you can just call him Doc. As we start today, I have a question for you. Out of all body parts, which one would you say is the most amazing? Personally, I would have to say the eye. For such a small body part, it is very complicated. It can do so many fabulous things. Of course, it is the eye, when working properly, that allows us to see the world around us. It takes in colors and light, and then the brain interprets what we are seeing. Sadly, there are many people who cannot see very well or see at all. I have been wearing glasses and contact lenses since I was four years old. I am so thankful that these technologies help me to see. For those of us who can see well, we can take our eyesight for granted. We can just expect that our eyes will work well all the time. And worse than that, we can come to believe that if we can't see something, then it must not exist. It must just be some kind of imaginary thing. Well, this leads us to our challenging question for today on One Story Time. If God is real, why can't I see him? Now, that's a really good question. It is tempting to imagine that God is an old man with a long white beard sitting on a majestic throne in the clouds. If you did an internet image search of God, that's exactly what you would find. But the Bible teaches us that God doesn't have a body like we do. In John 4:24, Jesus said that God is spirit. Whatever you envision a spirit to look like, it certainly doesn't have a body or flesh or bones. In Deuteronomy 4.15, the Israelites were told that they saw no form when God appeared to them on Mount Sinai. Again, this points to the fact that God does not have a body. Jesus, the Son of God, does have a body since he is 100% God and 100% man. In Luke 24, 39, he reminded the disciples that he was flesh and blood, but a spirit is not. So we begin with the truth that God is spirit and does not have a body like we do. That leads us to wonder, is a spirit real or does it have to have a body to be real? Hopefully you believe that a spirit is real even though it can't be seen. When Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus, a Pharisee who came to him in the night, Jesus taught him about the work of the Spirit in salvation. In John 3, verse 8, Jesus compared the work of the Spirit to the wind. Can we see the wind? No, but we can see its effects. You know the wind is real because you see trees swaying or leaves falling or feel it on your face. Another example we often use here is gravity. You know what gravity is, right? It is that invisible force that pulls things together. Gravity keeps us from floating around in the air. You can't see gravity, but it is definitely real. 
God is known as the invisible God. In John 1.18, we read these words, no one has ever seen God. In Colossians 1 verse 15, the Apostle Paul also calls God the invisible God. Okay, you may be thinking, but why can't I see God if he's real? If God is so powerful, so almighty, he could take some form where we could see him, right? Well, boys and girls, I have two important answers for that question. The first comes from the book of Exodus and the story of Moses and God. You remember that God called Moses from a burning bush to rescue his people from slavery to the Egyptians. This same Moses was the one man who was allowed to go all the way up to the top of God's holy mountain in order to talk with God. There he received the law of God that he was then to teach the people. So couldn't we say that Moses was one of the few people in all of history who was so close to God? He was God's chosen prophet and deliverer. Moses, like the rest of us, wanted to see God for himself. He had heard his voice, but he longed to see him face to face. Listen to what Moses asked for in Exodus 33 from God. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not in your going with us so that we are distinct, I and your people, from every other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, this very thing you have spoken, I will do for you have found favor in my sight and I know you by name. Moses said, please show me your glory. Moses wanted to see God more. He wanted to know that he had found favor in God's sight. So he asked to see his glory. Do you think Moses knew what he was really asking for? What a huge thing to ask God to do. God, show me all of you. I want to see you with my eyes. Well, listen very closely to what God says to Moses in response. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim before you my name, the Lord, and I'll be gracious to whom I'll be gracious, and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But he said, you cannot see my face, for man shall not see me and live. God showed Moses' goodness, but not his face. Why couldn't even Moses get to see God? Listen to God's words again. For man shall not see me and live. Do you get it? God is so holy, so glorious, so perfect, so amazing. And we are not any of those things. We are sinful. We are unholy. We are imperfect. Any sinful person dies in the face of God. God's holiness will kill him. So God is actually being merciful to us by not letting us see him. Sinful people cannot stand before the living God. There are several other stories in the Bible about what happened when people asked God to show up so they could see him. We'll have to read those another time. The first answer to why you can't see the real God is because of his holiness and our sinfulness. But I promised you a second answer, so here it is. In John 14, we read about one interesting interaction between Jesus and his disciples, starting in verse 8. 
Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. As one of his close disciples, Philip also wanted to see God the Father. Since Jesus is the Son of God, he should be able to enable his disciples to see God, right? Well, then Jesus said something very amazing. Here it is. Jesus said to Philip, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Wow. The disciples had spent all this time looking at Jesus, seeing Jesus, but they didn't realize he was the perfect image of the Father. Now, Jesus was not saying that God the Father has a body just like his. But the reality is that when we see Jesus, we see God. Because Jesus is the second person of the Trinity. Jesus is God. To put it another way, Jesus shows us what God looks like. We must learn much more about Jesus in order to know much more about God. The disciples were able to look at Jesus to see Jesus, and that was seeing God. Now, we don't have Jesus on earth with us right now, so we need spiritual eyes to see Jesus as we read about him in our Bibles. God has sent his son to show us himself. So there's the answer to our question today. God is real, even though we can't see him. We can't see him because we are sinners. Yet we have Jesus who shows us the Father. But wait, there's one last thing you need to know. When you put your faith in Jesus and are adopted as a child of the Heavenly Father, you will see him face to face one day. Listen to these great verses in the last book of the Bible, Revelation 22, verses 3 and 4. No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. In heaven, we will worship before the throne of God as his faithful servants, and we will see his face only because we have his name written on our foreheads. Isn't that great news? We may long to see God, see Jesus, see our Creator and our Savior right now, but one day we will. So hold on to that truth all of your lives, boys and girls. Look in faith to the day you will see God. But always know that just because you can't see God now doesn't mean He doesn't see you. If you are in Christ, God sees you and loves you so much. Thank you for investigating God's Word with us today. One Story Time is brought to you by One Story Ministries, provider of Christ-centered Bible curriculum for the church, home, and school. You can discover more about our resources for children, youth, and adults by visiting onestoryministries.org. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and church so you can talk about it together. Until next time, keep learning, loving, and living out God's Word.